0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Sounds Like Sam. I am your host, Sam, and it is officially the end of week two. I am sticking to my schedule every Monday, doing a podcast about the NFL uh, regular season game of that week, Uh, Give me a little recap, Give me some fantasy uh, tips. This week I'm also going over uh, guys who I think are the real deal in fantasy and guys who are making me very nervous in fantasy, so it should be a good episode, hope you enjoy it. This time, I'm actually going to try and do a two-minute drill, but we'll we'll see how that goes. But before I get into that, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. If you haven't already subscribed to my channel, go ahead and do that. I'm on Apple Podcasts. and on Spotify. I don't care which one you you, uh, subscribe to. I just want you to uh, make sure you get the updates about the show. Uh, I might be throwing in a couple of uh, other random things. Uh, It won't really be fantasy football related, but... My goal is to start doing something every other week uh, In terms of some type of audio story or something So make sure you subscribe and listen to it You you might enjoy it And uh, the other thing I want to say is uh, If you haven't already, go follow me on Instagram and or Twitter At Bullseye Fantasy And then follow my YouTube, Sam Fulton TV So uh, that's all i got to say about that Right now I'm going to get into week two A two-minute drill recap Let's see what we can do So big weekend football this week a lot of games that came, were comebacks uh i really have to say the thursday night game chiefs chargers well i was very unimpressed biggest news of that game justin herbert injures his ribs uh chiefs win that game uh next game dolphins ravens how about this dolphins <laughs> pulled a victory off of a 35 to 14 under dog i don't know what you call that but they were down 35 to 14 in the fourth quarter. They come back. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, each go 10 receptions, over 150 yards, and both have two or more touchdowns. Jalen Waddle actually had three, outperforming Tyreek Hill. But both elite wide receivers. Two had an excellent game. Uh, really like them going forward, and they are going to be a tough team to go against, especially if they are down. You can't count them out anymore. So I really, really like that game. Uh, Jets Browns. Jets pull out 31 31-30 win over the Browns. Uh, Nick Chubb had a big game for the Browns, but it just wasn't enough. Uh, New York Jets get it done with uh, Joe Flacco starting at the helm. So, good for them for coming back. Still don't really uh, like any of the Jets players, and I really don't recommend you having them. But I have one that I'll share with you later that I think you might like. So, uh, stick around for that. Patriots Steelers, Patriots uh pull out the win uh against the Steelers. Steelers have no offense again. Patriots looked a little bit better. Uh actually had a guy two guys who go over 90 receptions. I mean, 90 yards. Uh and it was a really close game in Pittsburgh, but Steelers ended up losing it so that's too bad. Colts Jaguars. This game did not turn out the way I thought it would at all. Colts sucked without Michael Pittman. Jonathan Taylor can get anything going against the Jag's defense. Jag's defense just came up huge. Uh Outscoring the Colts 24 to nothing. Literally shut them out. What a game for the Jags. What a game for uh, their new coach. And a great win for Trevor Lawrence and company. Big news in that game Christian Kirk gets two touchdowns. Obviously, Matty Ice is ice cold. Uh, next, I have Panthers at Giants. Uh, Panthers end up losing again. Again, they lose by a field goal, which is actually good for them. Baker's actually. Coming up clutch. I I honestly don't know if Sam Darnold could even do that. So the fact that, that Baker is keeping them in games is a good sign. But, I mean, what can they really do? Uh, just a close game. Giants didn't really do anything. The only real offense they had was Saquon Barkley, and even he sucked. I think he only had uh, 40 yards on the ground. No, he had 72. That's my bad. But still, a weak performance by the by both offenses. Uh, next game, Buccaneers-Saints. Very uh, defensive game as well. Uh, Bucks scored, outscored the Saints 20-10. to uh, Michael Thomas had another touchdown. Mike Evans and Marshall Matamore got in a fight. Mike Evans is suspended one more game and was, and both of them were kicked out of that game, so if you have Evans going forward, don't start him, because you will be out. <laughs> uh, Commanders, Lions. Lions come out with the, the win. Hold on. Uh, hold on to it. They score over 30 points in their second game of the season, so good for them. Their offense is really rolling, and uh, it's it's they're, they're looking good the defense is not as great but they did they were able to put a lot of pressure on Carson Wentz but I will say Carson Wentz came back had over 300 uh throwing yards and also had three touchdowns so he actually had a great game himself but still couldn't come out with the win other news was that uh Curtis Samuel was the leading wide receiver uh and it put up two really great performances in back-to-back weeks so if he's still on the waiver wire go out and grab him uh Next game we have Seahawks, 49ers, 49ers dominated the Seahawks. Seahawks couldn't really get any offense going except for Tyler Lockett who had nine receptions for over 100 yards. And then uh, 49ers, big news with them, Jimmy G was put in the game in the first quarter because their starting quarterback, Trey Lance, was injured and isn't out for this season. Had season ending, uh, I believe, a knee surgery or leg surgery. He's out. Jimmy G is in, officially not the backup anymore, so nice to see him back in, uh, even though I'm sure 49er fans are upset, but how could you be upset about a win? So, I I really like that moving forward for them, but whatever. Uh, Next, Falcons, Rams. Rams basically led the entire time. Cooper Cup, over 100 yards, two touchdowns, uh, was again like the only offense they had going for them. Rams rushing attack was horrible, again. Uh, Cam Akers led the team rushes, but was outran by Daryl Henderson. So, great job, Cam Akers. You suck. Um, oh, that was actually a really close game in the end. Uh, the only reason why Falcons didn't win was because Jalen Ramsey came up with a clutch interception to end the game. Next game, we have Texans-Broncos. Broncos ended up being te- beating the Texans. Um... Bronco's offense really doesn't look that great. Jerry Judy went out with a shoulder injury. Uh, Texans actually held on against a pretty decent defense, so good for them. But, yeah, still can get the win. Russell Wilson gets his first win in Arrowhead Stadium. Or, wait, no, it's Mile High Stadium. Sorry. <laughs> uh, next, we have Cardinals, Raiders. Raiders thought they won the game. Cardinals said, no, 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 not today. Came back in overtime. Uh, fumble recovery, touchdown to, to win the game in overtime at the Raiders, Raiders fans who popped off champagne. sorry, (laughs) that was really funny to watch, but uh, other news, Bengals, Cowboys, Cowboys actually beat the Bengals, Bengals are 0-2 after coming out of the Super Bowl, Uh, so I don't know what to say about that, their Bengals offensive line is really killing them so far, they've given up like, I think, 13 sacks or something crazy like that in the first two games of the season, so... Not good for Joe Burrow moving forward, but hopefully they can get themselves together and do a good job moving forward. Uh, Next, we have uh, Bears-Packers, another terrible game uh, where Packers win 27-10. Bears just didn't really get any offense going, although David Montgomery uh, did a nice job with 15 rushes for over 122 yards, but he was like the only offense they could really generate. Uh, next, Titans-Bills. Bills just dominated Titans. Stephon Diggs, an awesome game. Uh, 12 receptions, 140 yards, 3 touchdowns. Eagles-Vikings. Eagles just put the Vikings to sleep, uh, winning 24-7. to Vikings just could not get any offense going. It was very sad to watch. So, hopefully they can come back from that game. But Eagles look legit. Jalen Hurts looks like a real-deal quarterback. And yeah, so that was really the, the recap of Week 2. Definitely went over uh, my 2-minute minimum again, but... I'll take what I can get. Uh, so, I'm just going to get into my fantasy ads for week two. These are guys I'm adding. Here's some stats behind them. Right now, Tua Tagovailoa is uh, available in 64.2% of ESPN leagues. He's right now ranked second in uh, as the, the quarterback in all leagues. And I think moving forward, even against a tough Bills defense, the wide receivers they have with Jalen... Waddle and Tyreek Hill, they're going to keep going off and he could end up being a top five quarterback by the end of the season. Didn't have a great week one, but I believe in him. If he's available, I'd go pick him up. I even said it in my, it was like my first episode of this season. I said, two is going to be available. Look at this team. They have great wide receivers. They have speed. He's he's a decent quarterback to to pick up. I highly recommend looking at him, uh, especially when he's able to throw four touchdowns in the fourth quarter. That's beast mode stuff. Two a time, baby. All right, next guy. I have Jared Goff. Didn't think you'd ever hear his name again. No, you probably didn't. Um, he's actually playing really well. Uh, he's eighth right now in fantasy points for quarterbacks, averaging 20 points per game. He's only owned in 6.8% of fantasy leagues. He's put up back-to-back 30 points, like, or the the Detroit Lions offense has, which is really good. You have to you have to admit, even if you don't like the Detroit Lions, they are playing really well offensively. Defensively, obviously, they have some work. But they were able to keep up with the eagles they basically dominated the whole game up until the fourth quarter their offense they have legit playmakers jared goff is a guy i would look to especially in bye weeks and if uh, if other quarterbacks end up getting injured or something so he's a guy i'd actually look to uh jared mckinnon running back for the kansas City chiefs he's not exactly a guy i would really want to have like i wouldn't go all in on him or anything but If you're in a 12-team league or higher and you're looking for somebody, Jarek McKinnon is only owned in 13% of leagues and he's averaging eight points per game. So if you need a bench player, if somehow Edwards-Ellar gets hurt, I think he's a decent pick, especially in PPR leagues. Uh, Another guy, Greg Dortch, wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals. He's actually been the wide receiver one for the Cardinals and for Kyler Murray in the first two weeks. Uh, Averaged 14 points per game in PPR. Uh... He's basically been the wide receiver one for them. Again, scored uh, a touchdown each game, I believe. So he's a guy to look at. Uh, next guy's Noah Brown, who's really been a surprise for the Dallas Cowboys. Right now, he's averaging 15.5 points per game. Had 11 in his first game, 20 in his second. Uh, went 5 for 9 uh, in receptions his first game, 5 for 5 in his second game versus a much better uh, def- uh, secondary especially when um he's, he's definitely been a decent wide receiver for the Browns and I mean Cowboys so he's a guy that's actually looked to he's only owned in 0.8% not 8% 0.8% so he looks like he's actually a a, a good player to look for especially because he's outperforming CD Lamb can't say that's going to really happen moving forward but definitely keep an eye on him um Corey Davis, this is the Jets guy I was talking about a little earlier. I mean, he's had great. He's had a great season before with the Titans. Last year was his first year with the Jets. Now he's on to year two with the Jets. Uh really taking him a while to get really acclimated with the league, but he's starting to show some prosperity, uh, or I don't really know what to call it, but he's starting to look like a good candidate for a fantasy team, <laughs> for your fantasy team. Right now he's only owning 4.2% of leagues, and he's averaged 15.5 points per game uh, so far. So, uh, I actually do like him moving forward. I know I said I don't really like Jets players, and that's true. But that's more for the rookies. Like, I, I don't trust them. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, but he looks like he's their wide receiver one. You might as well go get him. He's only owned, owned in 4.2% leagues. Uh, next guy, Gerald Everett. He looks like he is the tight end to have in fantasy right now. If you don't have anybody, he's right, He's right. right now he's averaging uh thirteen point five PBR points a game he scored in both games he's played with the Chargers. He looks like he's a target for Justin Herbert. I don't know if Justin Herbert's gonna play this next week, but he's been a go to guy uh alongside Williams, at least this last game. And he's a he's a tight end I would definitely look for, uh and, and claim if you really need a tight end. I I have need for one in a couple leagues. I drafted Hunter Henry. So I will actually be looking to add Gerald Everett in a, in a few leagues. And my last addition of the week, which is going to surprise a lot of people, Falcons, uh, they play the Seahawks this week. And right now, they're fourth, they're, they're fourth uh, at least in the ESPN League I'm in. They average nine points per game. They're only owned in 0.4% of leagues. They play a Seahawks team who just played... Uh, The Cowboys and really, I mean, the Broncos and really couldn't put any offense together. I think this is going to be a good matchup for them. Uh, watching them play the Saints, watching them play, uh, the Broncos, or not the Broncos, the, uh, the Rams, they actually did a decent job, uh, holding them up. They got a few interceptions off them, they got a few forced fumbles. Uh, if you need a defense, there, I would consider them. Um, so now next segment that was my waiver wire ads now I'm gonna say guys who I think are the real deal right now and then guys who are making me nervous so starting off with the real deal going down the list Tyreek Hill Jalen Waddell Almond Ross St. Brown Jalen Hurts Nick Chubb DeAndre Swift Pat Fryermuth and Rashad Bateman. those are guys who I think are the real deal right now. Uh, reasons, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. they have been elite targets for Tua. Started off really strong both games. Jalen Waddle's actually outperforming Tyreek Hill and looks like the Dolphins wide receiver one, but Tyreek Hill still has it. Uh, he's going to be used moving forward, and I think if you draft him, you got to steal in him. Definitely got to steal in Jalen Waddle. I think moving forward, they are going to be great for you. And I, would, I, I don't think I would be taking them out other than for bye weeks. Uh, Ross St. Brown, he looks like the real wide receiver one for the Detroit Lions. Really has stayed on where he left off last season, Uh, has three touchdowns in his first two games, Uh, had over 100, 100 yards in at least last game, I can't remember his other game, but he's averaged eight receptions per game in his first 18, no, I think his first 10 games. Or his last 10 games, I can't remember, but he's doing a really good job. Uh, he looks like the go-to wide receiver for the Detroit Lions, and their, their, their offense is going off right now, so I really like him. Jalen Hurts, man, getting it done with his legs. Uh, I love that part in a quarterback just because I love six points, an easy six points, and he, he's getting them done, and he's got the wide receivers now. He looks like an elite quarterback, and if you drafted him the sixth round, he was like my target guy in that round, and if you got him, good job because... He's a steal. Uh, Nick Chubb has been doing a really good job so far. Didn't have over 100 yards last game, but scored a lot of touchdowns last this week. So uh, good for him. DeAndre Swift has looked really good so far. Uh, Pat Fryermuth has done a decent job at tight end. Right now he's sixth. Uh, Rashad Bayman is the wide receiver one for the Baltimore Ravens. And Lamar Jackson's actually done a really good job throwing them, in them the ball. So if for some reason you're looking to trade for anybody, those are guys I would look to, to trade for or to have on your team, so I really like them, making me nervous, now I'm really sad to say this, D- DK Metcalf is starting to make me nervous, I I really like him, I still think he's an athletic freak, but he's just not getting it done right now in fantasy, and I really need to see more out of him, I think it's going to come eventually, I mean, this is their only, their first year with Geno Smith, so I think it could get better, but it's, it's starting to get on me a little bit, and I'm, I'm not gonna start him until I see something out of, see see something good out of him, so, um, I'm sorry for telling people to start him last week, you should have started Tyler Lockett instead, sorry, I I can't really go back, and I wish I could, but (laughs) I gotta stay with my gut, and that's what my gut told me, and my gut was wrong, so, sorry, all right, uh, Dalvin Cook, he's starting to make me nervous, um, he just hasn't really played that well, and he always gets injured. I'm just worried that for owners of him that he's not really going to do much this season. I know he's obviously going to have some big games, but, you know, carrying six rushes for 17 yards is not very good. He had also four receptions for 19 yards, and, yeah, I, I just, not a great start for him. Um, Really looking for a better performance moving forward from him. Austin Eckler, he actually did better this week. He had uh, 17 PPR points, caught 9 receptions, 50 yards. That's more what I'm used to seeing. But last season, he was a touchdown freak. He had 19 touchdowns. And, you know, this is a good opportunity. Keenan Allen is out for him to maybe get some more looks in the passing game, which is good for him. But, you know, obviously, I'd rather see Keenan Allen play. But what is concerning to me and what is making me nervous is that he's not going to live up to his last season performance, which obviously you can't really say that of... Like, I don't, uh, nobody's really expected to to do that well every single year, but last year, like, that was the first time he, he, uh, that was only the second time, I believe, in his career he eclipsed over, uh, like, 12 touchdowns, and he just passed that milestone by, like, two miles, so, yeah, I'm just concerned that he's not going to get a lot of touchdowns this year, but I think he still should be a decent pick. Tom Brady is another guy who's making me a little nervous, he hasn't really done that great so far. Um, Their offensive line has definitely been an issue so far. I believe their, their starting center is like out for either the whole season or a period of time, and they're still getting used to their offensive line, but I will say that they did play a really good defensive front this week versus the Saints, and it's a very competitive division in the NFC South, so I'm hoping things can get better for him because I do have him as a starting quarterback, but we'll see. I mean, he is like, what, 45, something like that, 42, I don't know, but he's old. And it's concerning me. <laughs> anyway, uh, Najee Harris. He's actually, I mean, he's... I'm not really concerned because he's actually doing an okay job uh, with the little offense they've really had. And he has been the only offense they've really had. But I'm more concerned fantasy-wise because they just haven't really looked great. And I think eventually they'll turn it on. But, man, he's making me nervous. <laughs> Jace Edmonds. He's a guy who's also making me nervous. They just aren't really seeming to use him that much. I know we got a touchdown this last week, but... Other than that, like, he hasn't really looked. They really haven't used him that much. I mean, why would you when you have guys like Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, Mike Jessicki? I mean, they have a lot of talent on the team, and I don't really expect them to, like, use him heavily. But he's a guy I'm a little worried about. Zeke is also a guy I'm worried about. I know I told everybody, to, oh, he's a fourth-rounder. Like, he's this is, like, the first time he's dropped him to the fourth round. He's never had a season as a uh, running back over 12 or over... It's always been like a top ten back, or yada yada yada. It's not starting to look like that. It's their their offense isn't great, they don't have Dak. They lost Amari Cooper. I think all these things are not really helping Zeke. And I think just giving them ball isn't really doing much. In fact, I I think Pollard has actually done a better job of uh, rushing the ball than he has. And he is actually more elusive than Zeke. So I really need to see like a a better game from Zeke. Uh, otherwise, I mean, you might have to look to trade them and find somebody else, but those are guys that are making me nervous, and that was the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to contact me on my Instagram, Apple's A Fantasy, or Twitter, Apple's i Fantasy. Uh, if you haven't already subscribed to my podcast on Apple Music or Spotify, it sounds like Sam on, e- on either of them. Uh, yeah, I appreciate you watching or listening, and I uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Peace.